0: Welcome to That's Why Podcast with Anna and Patricia, the show where we arouse your curiosity while we dull your senses. Good morning, Patricia. How
1: are you doing? Good morning, Anna. I am doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I saw your text about your workout this morning. That looked intense. Yeah, that was a kick-ass workout. You know what I love? What? Every time you go, I mean, being consistent is really the key. Mm -hmm. And you always forget that. But every time you go, you do a little bit better, a little bit better. So I felt good today. I was in the zone. Even the teacher was like, oh, shit, she's in the zone today. And I was like, yeah, that's right. And then like two minutes into that, (laughs) one I was like oh god please Please, I'm dying. Do you take pre-workouts, any supplements before you work out or caffeine or something? I don't. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, I mean, I have and I can tell the difference in the past. That's Mm -hmm. really a good question. But I sometimes I forget. But I can tell that my stamina is so different when I do because I intermittent fast. So I'm on an empty stomach. Oh. And taking one of those, at least drinking something that'll give me that much more stamina while I'm working out, helps me get through because today was hard. Oh, man thank you thank you for it. I can't wait for you to go because you're gonna be like Bleh. I mean oh it really, yeah I <laughs> it, it, it made throw. in the beginning I was like I'm gonna throw up but but now I'm I'm barely like oh I'm not really wanting to throw up anymore I just want to die oh my god so it shifts
1: it shifts you you're know? past the throw up and you just <laughs> yeah. want to die you'd yeah, rather that's die, like
0: die. <laughs> that's I'd rather funny. die than throw up <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Okay, I got to try that workout with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd love it.
1: Today's episode is about honesty. And we asked five honesty questions for our polls. And these are the results. All right. The first one is, your friend asks you if you think they look like they've lost weight, but you can't tell. 64% would lie. If you hate your friend's... I know, right? If you hate your friend's partner, would you tell them? 73% 73% would lie. Really? Yes. Do you tell someone if their breath smells bad? 72% would lie. Would you tell the management that you clogged the toilet? 82% would lie. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of freaking liars out there, (laughs) but I'm gonna be honest with you, yo. I would, I wouldn't tell anybody I clogged the toilet. Probably, I don't know. Really, I I I I would. I I think I might have diplomatically been like, you know, I was in there. Like, I don't know that I would completely confess, (laughs) but I would be like, I was in there, and I don't know. I noticed, and like, yeah, I noticed (laughs) that it wasn't flushing when I tried. It wasn't me. And then the
1: last one is. Do you tell your partner you went to the strip club on girls or guys night out? Thirty eight percent would lie. And what's surprising to me is most people will tell the truth if they went to the strip club, but then they'll lie if someone's breath stinks. Enlighten me on this, right? one, Patricia.
0: Oh, I don't understand. My gosh. When you, when you're telling someone that their breath stinks, mm-hmm. you're in like a close proximity of, it's almost like you're offending them directly. And I think that that is more intimate between two people. And so I think that there's where that tendency lies, pun intended, mm-hmm. the tendency lies in you wanting to lie and say no it's not too bad but would you like a gum right now Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. um, it's so funny because have you had people say do you want a piece of gum and you always default to thinking oh is it my breath do Mm -hmm. they think my breath stinks when they might have just wanted a piece of gum so many times I want a piece of gum and I just want to get yeah but and people immediately they're like oh dear but I think that that's where that is like also like for example the hating your partner 73% that's such an intimate, close thing that you're telling someone that I could see why it's higher than other things. Does that make sense? I would like to know because when I was with my ex
1: for seven or nine years, I can't remember. Anyway, it was a long time. And after I broke up with him, everybody came out of the woodworks and was like, yo, I didn't like him. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me this to begin with? And I wanted to know, In the thick of it, yes, they were like, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I'm like, I'm not like that. If you see something that I don't see, let me know because it'll open my eyes to something. I understand
0: people don't like confrontation too. Well, people get protective. Protective, yeah. And people get defensive. So those two things, you get protective of the person that you care about Mm -hmm. and then you get defensive of what they're saying. And I'm sorry, uh, another reference to Seinfeld. Seinfeld (laughs) had an episode. So Jerry was going out with this girl and they were like, schmoopy. and they were talking to each other and people were like oh my god those two are so annoying with this stuff and of course after they broke up right just like you people were like you know saying stuff and oh. then oh you didn't like when we would do the mm-hmm. schmoopy thing mm-hmm. so then they got back together and the ones that said and they Ooh. were like oh man, man we shouldn't have said anything and so they would they upped the ante with the whole schmoopy and cute stuff and just annoyed the hell out of all their friends so you're always have to be so careful because you never know if I tell you about your partner mm-hmm. and you guys then get back together yeah. right Yep it's, it's an awkward situation for everybody it if is. you can't handle the truth that's the key can you handle the truth like what was it a few good men wasn't that the line in the movie some people can't handle the truth Mm -hmm. and that's the way it is so that is very true
1: when you confide in someone and you ask them for their honest truth you can't blame them for listening or forgiving that truth
0: Oh, absolutely. And hold exactly. it against them, right? You're, you're basically holding that. Now, where do you lie in the whole honesty scale, Anna? Because okay. I know you and I have very different <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> philosophies. <Yes.
1: laughs> I'm 100% on the side of telling the truth, regardless if it hurts someone's feelings, because I don't want to take away that person's choice to make a decision on how they will react. It's not up to me to make that decision for them. And it's not right to have that power over someone else's emotions. That's why I'm just very blunt about things.
0: So give me an example. Can you give me an example of what you mean on that choice?
1: Okay, so if I went to a strip club, for example, and let's say Peter didn't want me to go. I'm going to let him know that I went to the strip club so he can respond with, oh, well, you know, I feel like that's not right or whatever. I don't want to hide anything from someone if it will prevent them from reacting. Does that make sense? I want people just to be have that, their free will and make the decisions regardless if I hurt their feelings or not. You know, so let me ask you along those lines. Why do you think people lie then? I don't know why people lie. Because my, so my mom, you've met her, of course. Mm -hmm. She is a very blunt person. And She sure enough is. She is very blunt. <laughs> so,
0: I wonder where you get it oh from, huh?
1: But, you know, she's so blunt that she will tell me, I can tell you're getting fat because your eyes and lips look smaller. <laughs> you wow. know? And I'm like, damn. And it's true. And I'm not like, how dare you talk about my weight? Yes, I sure have gained weight. I don't deny it. Right, but some people right. are sensitive about that. If I told you Patricia, your breath smells really bad. Would you be like, right. I can't believe you told me, Anna. You'd be like, oh,
0: shit, let me fix it. Or you, you, right. you would appreciate it, I hope. Well, let me say this, because, you know, I'm a very sensitive person. And it's not that I wouldn't like that you were honest. I think it's the delivery. For me, it's always in the delivery. You know, I've always been in customer service. It's a psychological game. Mm. You say to your customers, you don't just say no. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lie either. You don't want to tell them you want to you can give them something you can't. Mm-hmm. But it's all in the delivery of how you say no or how you say, other things to tell the truth mm-hmm. in a way that's palatable for the person in a way that they can handle it mm-hmm. um, and I think that that is where th- there's a delicate balance of being able to be honest mm-hmm. right like your mom mm-hmm. and for example be gentle mm-hmm. but for example my mom has said things like that to me and it's been hurtful because of my sensitivity it hurts wow. my feelings where I feel like dang mom you could have like delivered the same message just in a different package and yeah. I would have handled it A little bit. So I have no issue with honesty. It's the way the delivery comes across. You know,
1: you and Peter are very similar in that aspect. And he said the exact same thing that you said. He said, it's not what you say to me, it's how you say it. And I'm like, but the message is the same. And he's like, the message is not the same. And I thought about this. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you've heard about it, but Disney has this like business program where you can go and, and just see how you can be in the business world. And one of the tips they say is when someone asks you, what time do you close? You don't say close. You say we are open from 9 to 5. Correct. It's a positive. It's a positive. positive. Yes. It's the same message. Sure, you close at 5, but you're saying we're open from 9 to 5.
0: Absolutely. And just a little bit of a side note on on that whole point. They asked Mother Teresa if she would march against war. Mm -hmm. And she said, if you have a rally for peace, I will attend, but I will not attend against war. It's the same thing. Wow. Right? So I want to be for peace, which is a positive, versus against war, which is the negative. So it's along those lines of what you're saying the delivery is really important.
1: Yeah. How do you feel? For example, I am on the 100% side of telling the truth. When would you say it's okay to lie or fib? What circumstances do you find it appropriate?
0: Well, before I answer that, I'm going to read this on Google that I was looking. It says, for many lies, the reasons are complicated. And I know that you and I, Anna, have different philosophy because you're like, yo, A lie is a Mm lie, right? Um, But sometimes it's to protect the liar from being punished or to protect someone else from punishment. The lie might be to avoid being embarrassed, to hide an awkward situation, or to simply have others think better of the person telling the fib. That was just the thing that I looked up, like, why do people Mm -hmm. lie? I feel that people lie out of fear and that's the foundation and there's many layers to Mm -hmm. that. I feel like I can't, Pretend that I live in a world of black and white. There's so many shades of gray. Yes, agree. And I think that people lie for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've told lies mm-hmm. in my life in varying degrees of them. But I feel like honesty saves And it really is best, Mm -hmm. even though one would lie. There have been times that I've lied. And then later, I'm like, I should have just been honest, like 100%. Mm Because I'm going to be honest, even if you hold back a little bit, you modify the truth or you massage it, then you're not being completely genuine. You're being disingenuous, which in essence, defaults to a lie. That's true. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. That reminds me, um, with my ex, I broke up with him so I could sleep around. And so (laughs) I never... (laughs) I love it that you saw so I. Know. <laughs> and it's so dumb because really, after I did my whole sleeping around phase, we got back together. and in my mind, it justified me sleeping around. However, would that still be considered cheating because, like you're keeping that person on the side? or is it but you broke up? Okay, okay, got you it.
0: You broke up. Yeah. I feel like that was completely I mean, that's really the way to do it.
1: Cool. <laughs> Validate me. you <laughs> telling
0: me more about this. <laughs> Always, yes. Anna, you're wonderful you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And you know it. <laughs> no. Um, but having come back mm-hmm. and you know what did they say so you're oat. you did your thing mm-hmm. and you were honest yeah in the fact that you freed that person to be able to do what they wanted it's funny I was telling someone about polyamory mm-hmm. and swinging there's some people that just look down on all that lifestyle and they're you know they shun their nose and I'm like Do you know the percentage of people that cheat? It's actually very high. And those people that are cheating are actually into polyamory, but Mm -hmm. the worst kind. Because at least when people are polyamorous, and for those, we've kind of touched on this subject in past podcasts, but polyamorous is where you are with a partner, you have a main partner, and then you have other partners. Mm -hmm. And that partner knows about them. Yes. Why that works is because you're being transparent and you're not being disingenuous. Yes. And it's funny how people shun that because the people that are out there having affairs and committing adultery and lying, that's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And what really hurts in adultery is the deception. It is. Yeah. So it's best to be honest and open and say, look, this is what would work for me. If it works for you, let's try to make it match. If not, then now we're going to have to reevaluate, right?
1: But see, that's why I'm 100% truthful. Because if I wanted a relationship to have other partners It wouldn't be fair for me to hide it from my main partner because that takes away their choice to make a decision if they want to be a
0: part of that lifestyle or not. If they want to swing with it, right, Anna? they want to swing with Uh, it. Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, honestly, no judgment. If a person is a swinger or if they are polyamorous, go ahead, do that. But you have to agree with all of the participating parties.
0: Absolutely. And free them to that decision now. So you don't believe that there's varying degrees of lying.
1: I think a lie is a lie, for sure. Like if you don't tell the truth, it's a lie. That's the black and white part. The gray part is when you have to be discreet, when you need to have the restrictions. For example, Not everybody needs to know when the US government is going to go to war with another country. Media can ruin. Some type of, what is the word? You know when they have a war and then the media ends up saying like, oh, the United States military is going to be at this base. The other enemy mm-hmm. is prepared. Certain things like that right? for safety, protection mm-hmm. of the citizens, I understand you need to keep secrets.
0: Wow, oh, I see what you're saying. So that is more of a transparency thing? Yeah, they're not necessarily lying, but they're not being completely truthful, what exactly. we were talking about, right? Or okay. like media, you know, if there's a
1: serial killer on the loose and then the media is like, well, these are the things that we yeah. <laughs> found out about the cases and they sp- spill everything out. And that could ruin the police case. Those things, I can see you have to be discreet. Uh But when it comes to a one-on-one relationship, you and me, let's just tell each other the truth. I have to work on my delivery, though, for sure, Patricia. That's something I've had to work on my whole life. So so if I say anything very blunt... Yes, I
0: I, I I have been there when you've done that and I'm like ooh ooh Anna. I'm so sorry. No, no, and you know what, I'm we're sorry. all but listen, I have also had to learn to, you know, with my four children and try to be diplomatic mm-hmm. yet direct. And again, there is that fine balance. For me, I do believe that there's varying degrees of lying in that they're not all equal, right? Mm -hmm. Do I look fat in these jeans? Or whatever questions your friends may have for you, am I being this, that, or the other? I tend to want to be honest in a very diplomatic way. When it's something more severe, then I feel like it merits Mm -hmm. being a little bit more harsh. I just kind of try to gauge where that Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think anybody Mm -hmm. would be like, is lying good? Oh, yeah, lying is good. You would never tell anyone that, right? But how you react to a lie is also Mm -hmm. very key.
1: My cousin Richard, when I went to Colorado, I told him about the honesty episode. And he said, I deflect. I said, what do you mean? He said, if someone says, do I look like I lost weight? And if I can't tell, I don't say yes or no. I say, Well, how do you feel? Oh, my gosh. Like, do you feel amazing now? Like, what have you been doing? I love it. And I said, really? Yeah, turn
0: it around on them, yeah?
1: And he says, but if they straight up ask me, I give them two chances. If they say, like, do I look fat? (laughs) I say, do you want me to answer? Yes, the first time. Okay, are you sure you want the honest truth? And if they say yes Mm. the second time, then He'll be like, all right, well, here you go. So he'll make sure to confirm
0: twice before being honest. (laughs) He'll be like, yeah, girl, I was going to tell you about them jeans. I am so happy you asked me that question. (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, you didn't have to be that honest.
1: Damn. I mean, I was just
0: asking for a little bit. I lo- First of all, I love that. How many times have you been in a situation where you are talking to someone and you're asking them a question and as you are talking, you're almost doing uh-huh. all the talking and then you answer your own uh-huh. question and they didn't have to do anything.
2: And then you're <laughs> like,
0: gosh, thank you so much. And they're like, you're welcome. I just sat here. <laughs> have you done that though? I've done it. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. thank you so much. I feel so much better. And they're like, wow, uh, I didn't do anything. Oh, okay. So he puts it on there. he puts it, the ball in their court again. And they probably will exactly. answer their own question. Should I wear this to the club? Come on now. Exactly. You know, we've been with those friends. You'd be like, I can't believe you wore that shit. Now, right? totally. I have a question for you. Yes. If Someone, like, for example, if I were to say, oh, Anna, you know, how do I look in this this outfit? Mm-hmm. If I don't look good, how would you just come out and say it?
1: I would say you should wear something else. This doesn't look good on you.
0: Okay. And then and after, I, <laughs> after I get out of the bathroom crying. I'm sorry. And but- I'll be mean, like, what about this, Anna? You like this? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is so Interesting. No, you are. You are so much like that. And that's one of the things I love about you, which is interesting. See, and so... How would you like me to say it? How about that? I would like to hear something along the lines of, you know what? I've seen I've seen you wear something that's more flattering or something that looks better. I don't know that that's as flattering as other things you've worn. You know, oh, for me personally, yeah, I, I'm not feeling it. But if you, you know, if you're happy... Yeah, see what I'm saying? You're okay. kind of saying the same thing. Okay. but. okay. You know, but you gotta put a little cream and sugar on top (laughs) and then and not send me not send me to a therapist's office. Uh. Oh man But anyway, but that's kind of how I like to approach that. So you had a quote, right? Oh, yes. That you wanted to read? Thank you. Okay.
1: You know the saying, don't lie to yourself, right? So I want to quote my friend, Annie Jacobs, who is a licensed clinical mental health counselor specializing in PTSD and trauma. She quotes, Hmm. there is a mindfulness technique called the container. You imagine a container it can be anything you want it to be and you put a lid and lock on it. You use it by imagining the events leaving your mind and going into the container. This is different than compartmentalizing. When you compartmentalize, you shove things down and try to forget about them or pretend they don't exist. Containing helps you put it away and come back to it when you're ready to. We know exactly where it is, But it doesn't have to take up space in your head in the meantime. You can create more than one container as well. For example, one just for work or another for specific events. So when people say, like, don't lie to yourself, you're not lying to yourself Mm -hmm. when you're saying, this event in my mind, I'm not forgetting about it. It's not collecting cobwebs and dust. But you can retrieve it when you're ready, especially during trauma you have to face it eventually but you
0: don't have to lie to yourself about it or lie to others about it i love that because i think that often we think we have to deal with something in the moment mm-hmm. like let's say something happens and sometimes it is important i feel that men are much better at this of being able to compartmentalize well not
1: compartmentalize cuz compartmentalize is reference to you're going to you're going to forget about it but she said, You're containing it. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that.
0: I think that they're, be- no, and thank you for that That clarification. I think that men are better at doing that, at being able to, you know, what I actually like to call put a pin in. Yes, you do that so well. You know, you know how, yes. or a post it note. Write that post it note, just put it up there and just mm-hmm. pull it down when you're ready, because not everything can be handled right then mm-hmm. and there for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And so I think that I like that philosophy because at some point you can't suppress it for too long. But when it comes to lying, I find that we all, I think that we were lied to about lying, that it's like the most egregious, terrible thing that can happen. For example, if you found out that a friend lied to you about something, there's room for forgiveness. I think it depends on the relationship, you know, how egregious was the lie. Yes. Let's say that. You had $20 on your counter and I took it. And Mm -hmm. then you asked me, yo, I had $20 on my counter. I can't find it. Did you take it? And I'm like, oh, no. And then you find out I did, Uh right? It's important to ask reasons. Why did you feel you need to do that? Because, again, I always feel that when people lie... Mm -hmm. they're afraid of how you're going to react maybe i didn't have the guts to ask you maybe i was embarrassed that i needed money Mm -hmm. and how are you going to look at me anna if i took this twenty dollar bill or if i asked you for twenty dollars would you were you going to be like damn girl you ain't even got twenty dollars oh my god you need to borrow money and maybe stealing and that's an issue i'm not saying it would be the right thing to do but all i'm saying is that once you found out that it was me and i had lied about it Let's unpack it. Let's talk about why did I do that yeah. and why did I feel that I had to lie to you, and then you can bond. And then you, right, Anna? How are you talking about choices? Yeah. Then you can make the choice. You know what? Patricia's character is such that I don't know that I can continue to be friends with her because she. This is the way she thinks. Or you're a good person, yes, and you're an awesome friend. And I, you, you, you know, you just fucked up. Exactly, you just fucked up. So
1: we don't know if, for example, if I stole the twenty dollars from you did something happen and I'm homeless and you don't know about it and I'm secretly exactly. like super hungry, we don't know and I'm embarrassed to say. Mm-hmm. Or what if I'm a klepto and I'm just like, yeah, you have stop. a problem. I've got a problem. <laughs> Let's
0: address that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's true. Yes. Where is this coming from, right? Where yeah. is this deception and the reason for it, where is it coming from? unpacking things is one of my favorite things because I feel like nothing, again, is just black and white. Yes. But at the end of the day, we are all going to be honest. Even if we lie or we're lied to, Uh we don't like it, right? We we never really like it. So I want to share a story. Ooh, yes, please. So, Anna, somebody turned me on to this Instagram... (laughs) <laughs> and they have some crazy crazy freaking stories on there and i'm gonna basically just put it out there for those people who are on instagram this is called confession box this is the story found out my boyfriend of eight years was sneaking around with my best friend behind my back so i thought i would get revenge by making them both miserable i managed to get my bestie sacked and her relationship to end I put hair removal cream in my fella's shampoo. (laughs) I mean, those are permanent, you know, revenge things. That's crazy. Okay. And kept adding milk to his dinners. Because he's lactose intolerant. (laughs) Anyway, so check this out. I feel like I don't think that that merited her going to those extremes. Exactly. She apparently took it very hard. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is that she says she found out. But now she reveals that it really wasn't a find out. This is the end of the story. Anyway, a few weeks later, I told my parents, who then informed me that they weren't cheating and that they along with my parents, had for weeks been planning a surprise party for me. (laughs) She's like, I felt awful, but still to this day, they don't know. Oh my gosh. So who was worse? I would right? She's worse. Cause they didn't really ever do anything. And <laughs> she did some serious shit. You know what's putting? They're Freaking, innocent by bystanders. Exactly. And he's like, oh my God, my hair's falling out. Like, you know, hair removal cream and my shampoo. Now my now I'm bald and I'm farting all over the place and I got gas and I'm bloated. And my life is falling <laughs> apart. And now my relationship ended. Oh Jesus. And the poor guy didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? So that was really bad. And apparently this is someone who can't handle being lied to. Man. <laughs> right? Wouldn't it have been the wouldn't it have been better for her to approach the boyfriend and say, What's yeah. what's going on? I'm exactly. getting the feeling that this is happening. And yes. but no, she's like, Oh, is this what you guys are doing? Yes. Out of an assumption of, you know. Things that had played out. So I find it interesting how different people react. Uh-huh. You know that there's people mm-hmm. who kill their spouses for infidelity. Oh my gosh, or, totally. yo, why you gotta go there? I mean, you know that you could get a divorce. I mean, you, you know you could just walk away. Yes. You don't have a choice. I think lies will always
1: uncover themselves yes. one way or another. Yes, that's true. One time, I was 15 years old. My best friend at the time was jealous because this other guy liked me. And I said, I don't like him. You and I are best friends. Like, you're my priority. We went to summer school. It's called MESA. It's like math, engineering, science, something like that. And so we're in summer school. She told these Polynesian girls that I put nair in her shampoo. So these Polynesian girls, okay, and Polynesian girls know how to throw down.
0: FYI. Yo, okay. yo. They're, yeah. Yes. I'd be like, I'm good. Can we be friends?
1: <laughs> At that time, I was like four foot nine, Okay. So I'm like, <laughs> and these oh my god these Polynesian girls were following me around campus wow, gosh, wanting to kick shit. my butt eventually had the, the balls I'm not gonna say balls yeah. but <laughs> I, had the, I had the boobs you had the tits to, you had the tits I had the tits to be like okay if you're gonna beat me up just do it but I don't can know can you get it over it. with
0: yeah can you get it can over with can you try not to hit my face though yes. it's really my best commodity <laughs> every place else is yes. okay you can pull my hair even <laughs> And then another
1: friend of mine would walk me to classes, uh-huh. and his name is Jeff. Aww, so thank, thank you, Jeff. You, Jeff. He walked me to classes, and one of the Polynesian girls had a crush on him, so they didn't beat me up. But it came out the lie was I never put nair in her shampoo. Those Polynesian girls apologized oh, to me. Yeah, it's terrifying to have seven girls following you around. Oh my gosh! But seriously. lies eventually will be uncovered. Things will be revealed. So that's why I don't like to lie. It's just a matter of time.
0: At some point, the truth will see the light. Exactly. And you know what? And it's very freeing, in all honesty. It is. And I think that that leads (laughs) us to our quote for the day, because that quote was bomb. So to close this episode that's why
1: I don't lie because I want people to have the choice to make the decision of how they will react
0: I mean I don't think that I or any parent would have raised their kids to lie Mm -hmm. but I feel that there's a level of understanding Mm -hmm. that we need to move forward again right I feel like one of the things we love to do on the show is to bring awareness Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: a different perspective on how to look at something that you've always looked at with the lying you can always Tell the truth, but be diplomatic and soft about it because I think delivery is key when you're talking I love about that. this topic. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. If you would like to be a part of our show, we would love to hear from you. Ask us questions and share your story. We will give you, of course, our unfiltered, unqualified advice <laughs> and record an audio clip on your phone and send it to that's why show at gmail.com. You can also, of course, find us on Instagram and Facebook at That's Why Show. Our episodes are also on Podbean, Apple, Google, Spotify, and all other platforms out there. Follow and subscribe, and please write us a review. We'd love that. Thank you. Anna has the quote of the day.
1: The most free person in the world is the one who has
0: nothing to hide. I when you said that it was like bomb because absolutely I mean when when you know that you're free that no one can hold anything against you Mm -hmm. it's a very liberating and wonderful thing so thanks for sharing that Anna that was great
1: you're welcome I saw this quote I'm not a grammar Nazi but I think it's the freest person in the world is the one who has nothing to hide I think it's that way Oh, I
0: see. Okay, I see what you're saying. I'm gonna say the latter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. do it Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that one. Thank you. I'm gonna validate you, Anna, all I can. Thank you so much. And I ain't lying. (laughs) 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 With that, guys, peace, love, and dark chocolate. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye.
3: Would you wanna come upstairs?
2: Okay. Is that alright if we're honest with each other? Yeah, of course. I want to see your apartment before I decide if I'm going to have sex with you.
3: Okay, that's cool.
2: Great, because if you don't have air conditioning, we're not even going to dry hump.
3: Okay, I have really good air conditioning, so we're going to dry hump. Can I be honest with you? Of course. My apartment is nice. I have a chaise lounge, so we're probably going to have sex. And listen, you're really beautiful. Aw, thank you. I'm probably going to come really fast because you're really gorgeous.
2: I appreciate you being honest. Is it okay if I'm like really honest?
3: Yeah, definitely. Okay,
2: I'm not physically attracted to you at all. You're okay. not awful looking, you're just sort of average and you have a really big forehead. Yes. So the way I see it is we'd fuck for a couple of minutes. Okay. You'd come, I'd fake it, and then we'd watch the end of Austin Powers on TBS or something. Huh. Then next weekend, you take me to a nicer restaurant. And then somewhere down the line, you buy me something expensive, like a necklace or a trip. And I put in four blowjobs. jobs. I'm nice to your parents at brunch. And when we break up, I keep the necklace. But this is all depending on your apartment, which you say is nice.
3: Yeah, it's nice. It is. Um, can I be really honest with you? Like really? Please, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're not a very bright person. Uh, I could tell that you had no idea what a chase Lounge was. I don't. I know. So you're a little bit dumb and kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you didn't seem sort of loose and have great breast thing going for you, uh, I would have went to the bathroom during the appetizer and never come back. That's happened. Uh, let me just cut to the chase. You fuck me for a month, I'll give you a necklace, and we don't have to talk.
2: I want a bracelet, too. Do you do anal? Mm-hmm.
3: You get a bracelet then. You don't sleep over.
2: Pay for my cat for home.
3: I don't have to go down on you.
2: That's fine. It wouldn't work anyway. Uh, One last thing. Yeah?
3: You can never take a shit in my bathroom. It cannot happen. Is
2: there a McDonald's nearby that I can use? Dunkin'
3: Donuts, 24 hours, right down the block. That
2: works. Great. Cool.
3: We have a nice little arrangement here.
2: Yeah, I'm really glad we decided to be honest.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's really refreshing,
2: isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
3: This is so nice. I love J-Date.